three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, the You Betcha Guy, here with Ryan, the t shirt guy. Episode 76 is all about day drinking. We just launched a new video about day drinking. You have to check it out. But before you do that, let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hello, and welcome back to episode 76 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy, and boy, do we have a show in store for you today. Guys, I just want to say before the show starts, the merch closes tonight. Wednesday at midnight, we're closing down all the July merch. So uh, go get your Boys Are Buzzing gear. The Nectar Cup Series gear is available. And remember, all of the Boys Are Buzzing items that you order come with a free beer fridge magnet. So go get it now at oubetcha.com. You can find it, everything on our website. And uh, Miles, next week we're doing an Instagram Q&A on at you betcha radio. So if you guys have any questions for us, uh, we're doing a Q&A segment next week. Make sure to submit those questions to at you betcha radio. Tyler's going to be uh, yeah, just send a DM, send a DM, uh, whatever. Tyler is going to be um, filling in those questions for next week's episode. It's going to be kind of fun because we well, haven't done one of those in a while. And, and with your questions, don't just ask me. Don't just ask, you know, do you drink any other beer other than Bush Light? I can answer that right now. No, unless I'm absolutely forced to. Don't ask me. Don't ask questions like that. We want real good questions whether it's a debate that you're trying to settle, whether you're just wondering something about the You Betcha brand in general, ask good questions. Send them to the at You Betcha Radio Instagram account. Send a DM. We want some good questions. We want to have a good time on the podcast next week. So DM them to that page and uh, we will we'll hopefully answer your question. Well, yeah, and don't don't ask, uh, Do Ryan, do you and Miles argue over everything, uh, every talking point that comes up? The answer is yes. Uh, argue, <laughs> debate. Uh, like Miles, I'm just going to answer that w- real quick. Yes, the answer is yes, we do. Um, so I don't be think fun. we do. We don't. <laughs> uh, whenever we're on camera, we do. No, we, we never argue. Never. Well, speaking of arguing, Ryan... <laughs> Is uh, leaving on Wednesday at noon. Wednesday at noon, baby. For a, a wedding on Saturday. So correct? if you guys are wondering, I just grind all week long <laughs> and Ryan works a half a week. Let's, so, okay, let's keep in let, mind. Let's, can I unpack this a little bit? So yeah. he's leaving at Wednesday at, at noon. So yes. literally he has a wedding on Saturday. He's leaving at Wednesday at noon. For a wedding on Saturday, I just want to to sink that in a little bit. I just want to uh, really let you think about how long he is going to be gone for a wedding on Saturday. What is the deal with weddings in 2020? Weddings used to be, if you're in the wedding, Friday night, groom's dinner, wedding Saturday. If you're not directly in the wedding... Then it's uh, Saturday only. It's now where family is showing up on Wednesdays, 
Thursdays for a wedding that's on Saturday and they're not even in the wedding. What is the what where what happened that weddings went from one day to now an entire like um, like four or five days? So uh, I'm just going to unpack what I have in my head. I am in the wedding. I will be traveling for half a day. What what throws a wrench in everything, Miles, is the groom supper is on Thursday and not Friday. Makes no sense to me at all. Um, so obviously I need to be there to attend that. Uh, I'm going to be traveling a little bit of Wednesday and uh, groom supper Thursday. Don't know what's going on Friday. Uh, I'm sure we'll find something wedding Saturday. Well, you have to have um, the personal <clears throat> attendance, ice cream, Sunday bar on Friday in order. That's what you got going on Friday. I'm sure probably it seems like every single wedding has the groom's dinner, the wedding, then like, Thursday opening Sunday gift opening Sunday Thursday is you know some ridiculous thing I just went to a wedding pool party is one of the things that was included Um, you know it just seems like it's getting longer and longer and longer pretty much for a wedding on Saturday probably in 2025 on Monday you'll have to check in (laughs) You'll get a like badge, a press pass, um, an itinerary for the week. Um, you'll probably have different activities that you're required to be at. They're probably going to start doing those uh, where you drink wine and paint canvases. That'll okay. probably be yep. included in the wedding. Charcuterie boards. Then you're going to have a charcuterie class on Tuesday. Yep. Um, Wednesday, you know, it's a little bit more of a relaxed day, um, but you still have to uh, get all dressed up for a pre pre groom's dinner dinner okay yep. um thursday obviously the pre groom's dinner dinner and then you have the groom's dinner on friday and then you'll after the groom's dinner you're going to do the pre wedding celebration okay yep. you'll wake up on saturday morning and you'll have the uh wedding c- celebration all day and then sunday you open gifts and i'm sure at some point Everyone that went to the wedding will be at that at some point, I'm sure, here in the next five years because you got to include everyone or people are going to be left out. Yeah, see, I never, we never opened gifts uh, in front of like family members. It's just kind of weird because it's like, it's like, what's the point? Well, you just, you got to, granted, you are excited for all the gifts and stuff that come in because a lot of them come off the registry, which you pick out, you're excited to get. Um, but I also just don't want to act overly excited about every gift that I was opening. But but why do you have to? Why do you need people watching you do that? I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just like the uh, the starting point to like you starting a new life as a married man. And uh, oh, would you look at all this uh, all this kitchen stuff that you got in your wedding? Would you look at these custom bath towels that you that you got? And how about you just come over? <laughs> A month from now, and you can see the new bath towels. <laughs> well, you can you can shower at my house. You can use the new I'll bath towel. I'll cook you dinner in my cook new pots dinner. and pans. Yep. Um, and then at the same time, like you know, a lot of people just send money, and it, the family doesn't really need to know how much and, money is coming in. And on exactly, and on top of all of that, Did we just agree on something. Yeah, bachelor parties <laughs> and bachelorette parties have also got ridiculously long. So if you had, let's say, you did your bachelor party in the same month that you're getting married. Mm-hmm. You better have some PTO banked oh, up. Yeah, all of it. You have to use all of it. Almost. Yeah, you have to use all your PTO because now you the same thing. You leave on Wednesday morning for a bachelor party that used to be bachelor parties used to literally be one night mm-hmm. and that was it. 
And now it is full weekend. Everyone's got to travel. Yeah. You got to pay all this money to get there. But yada, yada, yada. It's it's becoming when your friends get married, it's becoming like a whole month ordeal. So when you have a bachelor party one day, um, how long is going to be? Four hours. Well, <laughs> he wants everyone out of there as soon as possible. So I would love to say that, but then every one of my friends is going to think that that bachelor party's lame. Right. You know? So, so now you almost, even if you're against the standard, you kind of got to go with the standard. It is the standard. Or everyone else thinks that your bachelor party was lame. So you got to do a weekend out of well, it. Well, it, it used to be up to the best man and the groom just... Yep. Had to go along now, for the ride. Now it's the uh, groom's parents are involved. The uh, the uh, the fiance sometimes is involved. Um, you know, it's just become this whole thing where it used to be <clears throat> best man plans a one night bachelor party. Mm-hmm. You have a groom's dinner on Friday and you get married on Saturday. That was it. And now you have to take a full month off of work. So when you, when you say it used to be, how far back are you talking? I don't know. I feel like Even 10 like five, years ago. Yeah. yeah. I feel like 10 years ago, it wasn't like what it is. But now it's, you got to have content for the Instagram to post and show how, how elaborate your wedding is. And if you just do it on one day, then that's not going to be great for Instagram. I don't know. It seems like... <clears throat> The trend lately is the ceremony itself has been getting shorter. Yep. But everything else is being that is dragged on. Great point. Ceremonies now last seven to nine minutes. Yep. And every other part of the wedding is tenfold longer. Yeah. And I feel like weddings are also getting away from uh, the traditional, like getting married in a church. And it's more of like, let's do it at. Well, no, if you get married in a church in today's world, that's the lamest thing you can possibly right, do. Right. Um, it's so, a lot of like barns, renovated barns. barns yes. Very wedding popular. venues. Well, COVID's caused a lot of backyard yep. weddings, which I don't hate. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. What else are they supposed to do? You know, I'm actually cool with them doing the backyard wedding and then having a party maybe a year later when this all blows over. Right. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a good idea. Um, because most of the guests that come to your wedding anyways don't care about the ceremony whatsoever. They just want to drink and have fun at a party. What if you can drink at the ceremony? Very rare, Ryan. Hey, happened at my wedding. He he does one cool thing and he just <laughs> won't let it go. You got to admit, there was no. more than one cool thing at my wedding. Ryan, I'd say I obviously wasn't there. I didn't know you. But it sounds like you did your wedding pretty right. I would say so. My, uh, your bachelor I, party was long. It was... But it was fun. It was fun, but it was long. Do we leave on a Wednesday for that? We left on a Thursday morning. Okay. Okay, Thursday, that's better. Thursday morning, full day of travel, uh, now, driving. What I'll have to say, though, is you had enough people at your bachelor party that it, that it didn't. You could talk to multiple people throughout the day. Right. If you have like a bachelor party of like six people, like three whole days together, it just gets long to time. be too much. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, yeah, but, you know, there is this this thing called uh, uh, working on the road or working from home, which I'll, yeah, be, but I'll be doing a little bit Yeah, but you're never as productive. Correct. You're never as productive working on the road, working from a hotel. More you so are, just getting the day-to-day done. You would also don't want to be the guy working through all these Correct. ceremony things, too, you know? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I that was a... Uh, 
a rant about, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm complaining about it now, but I'm sure when it comes, <laughs> when I finally get married, um, I'm sure people will, will have an activity on Thursday. And then I'm I'll- sure when I have a bachelor party, people will be leaving at noon on Wednesday from work. And that's I'm- just the way it is. And I'll probably take the, the, the Saturday before your wedding to the day of your wedding. So a full seven days, five work days. I'll probably take uh, the time to just celebrate for seven straight days oh, yeah. for your wedding. No, though, that you should. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yep. Special occasion. Um, so it's a train that's on the tracks that's just not stopping. None of us can do anything to stop how long weddings are getting. <laughs> um, and I am going to eventually have to conform, and I will conform, I'm sure. Um, it's just a sad, sad day because, um, I mean, it's not sad that your friends are getting married or you're getting married, but weddings just didn't used to be this big of a deal. Yeah. Well, and, I think it, and it's more so of like being gone on a Wednesday evening when the Nectar Cup Series, you're hot right now. You're hot in the Nectar I Cup know, Series. I I got to take a week off. We're mm-hmm. taking, we're, uh, we're taking the all-star break off this week and uh, we're going to get back to the second half of the season next week. What I don't know what the second half is. We don't know how long this thing's going on Second half for. could be three times as long as the first half. It could be, um, but that's why. We actually it's, could have two all-star breaks. Yep. Yep. So however uh, long it takes me to get back in the lead on the leaderboard. How funny would it be if like we found a way for me to stream from where I'm going uh, on the West Coast to play against you? I'm just like cooped up in this hotel room with headphones on my microphone in my face. Ryan's late to the groom's dinner. <laughs> yeah. Because he's streaming. Wow. Miles wants to play one more game. Well, time so. out. You're not going to have any time to do anything. You have so many activities planned for this wedding. So. Right. Right. All right. But that, that'd be fun. That's that'd our fun. that's our uh, bleak look on the current state of weddings. Um, we're going to talk about something way more fun next. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk day drinking. We just posted a five stages of day drinking video. Um, I hope most people can relate. I know that that happens to me a lot while I'm day drinking. And so uh, we'll take our first break and dive into some day drinking. All right, guys, new five stages of day drinking video is out. You got to go check it out. I personally love day drinking at the lake that is like my I, I i don't know what it is but i just don't do a ton of day drinking not at the lake mostly mm-hmm. because in the summer almost every weekend i'm trying to get to the lake um what i do like day drinking though is maybe at a at a like a college football tailgate that's very fun as well um just something about tailgating during the day you know is just you wake up 10 a.m you head out, start drinking with the boys. The boys start buzzing. And uh, knowing that you're about to go watch a college football game, there's just extra added day drinking. Are you, would you, so there's a lot of people that I feel like there's very few that are like, I just like day drinking and night drinking all in one day. Some people only like day drinking. Some people like night drinking. Where do you guys stand on? Would you prefer to day drink or would you prefer to drink all night? So uh, question before we get into that, what if you want a day drink, what's the cutoff time to be able to do that? Is that a if you start at 2 p.m., is that day drinking? You got to start at 8 a.m. Is that day drinking? Where does that where does that start? I think that once you get later than two o'clock, I think you start not getting into much day drinking. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, probably 11, 10 noon ish right in there is I would consider the prime starting time for a day drink. Okay. Um, I am a fan. I will tell you that right now. Uh, but it's all going to depend on how I feel waking up. If I get, get some good sleep the night before, um, it's going to, it's going to, uh, increase my day drinking, uh, for that, for that following day. Now, what I really struggle on is like, do I take a nap two to three hours in or do I ride this sucker out the whole rest of the night? See, I'm a guy who, if I take a nap, it's going to be really tough for me to just crank it back up again and go night drinking. Um, I would much rather, you know, maybe get some caffeine in me and just plow through the day and, and not take a nap. Um, but well, cause what, if you take a nap, you essentially sober yourself up. So what yeah. was the point of what was the point of uh, of day drinking before your nap when you basically just got to start all over? I don't know. Ron, Tyler, I need you to weigh in on this because <laughs> you recently had a great time day drinking and you right. were napping by. Yeah, it was actually a strategic nap. Oh. I did it on purpose because the group I was with definitely fit into the category of day drinking and night drinking. Yep. And I can't do both. So you're a day drinking guy? I prefer day drinking over Is that because drinking. you're a dad? Uh, probably. I've always been that way, though. I would prefer to drink all day long when the sun's up and then be in bed at 10 o'clock. So even if your buddies are out in the backyard, out at the lake, whatever, uh, and they're just letting it roll throughout the whole day, you're still going to break yourself off from that group and go take your nap? Yes, if I know they're planning on going through the night, too. If I know that they're going to be out by 10 as well, then I'll stay up. But the reason I took that nap is because I knew they were going to want to go all night long and I knew I couldn't hang all night long. So all I right, took so a nap. That, this is in Tyler. The camera guy can't hang. Can't hang. Can't um, hang. So I, I mean, I enjoyed day drinking, but I am definitely a would prefer night drinking to day drinking. I don't know what I'm a night owl. I like staying up late regardless if I'm sober or not. And so I think that that has something to do with it. Um, I, I, well, and I think part of that stems from me of the classic like FOMO of if I drink too much during the day and I'm in bed by eight or nine, I'm thinking about like, what did I miss out on while everyone else went out type of thing? And I don't know. It's like nothing because everyone's just doing what they did during the day. Mm -hmm. Yep. But out of mentally, there's just like a FOMO thing that just irks me. The thing that I love about day drinking is because nine times out of 10, it's around an event. Yeah. Like you're at the lake. That can be considered an event. Golfing. You want a day drink on the golf course. That's an event like the tailgates you mentioned. Weddings. You an excuse to day drink. I just I like the fact that there's usually something it's centered yeah. around. Yeah. Well, and, and nothing's better than because it, you're like it's hot out. You're out in the sun. You're maybe doing activities. So you're moving around. When you get a good buzz going and you're able to hold that for a long time and not mm -hmm. get too drunk because you are uh, doing activities and stuff. Yep. And then you can roll into the night because it's just for whatever reason, every once in a while, you just do it perfect. That is the best feeling ever. I, I'm 100 percent in agreement. Do we just agree again? This is holy <laughs> smokes. Oh, no. uh, yes, Miles, when you can when you can, uh, you know, 
understand your own body and be able to pace yourself into the night, there's nothing better because the last thing I want to do is I am prepping myself to go out that night, right? Yep. So the last thing I want to do is start day drinking and then be in bed by eight or nine because I feel like you're just going to feel worse the next day, even if you got more sleep. Well, and there's I there's nothing better too than drinking like 15 beers throughout the day. And then it's like 10, 9, 10 p.m. You get to the bar and that's when you switch over to maybe a whiskey. And then you uh, then you can go to another level because you've got a great baseline all day long. Yep. And then you just crank it up a little bit when you get there. So now are you uh, you're probably going to take some time to eat some supper in between there. Correct. You can't eat too much. Okay, Put you that's in a what I was food looking for. Coma. Yeah. Yep. That's that what I was looking kill, for. That can kill a, a day drinking buzz. It's strategic snacking. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. You, you got to snack a little bit. And then for dinner, just don't eat too much. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, I'm full. And then you sit down in a chair on the couch. You maybe rest your head back a little bit, start getting a little bit too comfortable. Well, and if start it's- getting a little sleepy. Yep. And if, then you're done. If you uh, if you're still in the beer drinking mode at the time of supper, uh, done, done for the night, uh, because typically at that time, you're not in that uh, the mode of switching over to a whiskey at that point, which is probably a little bit easier to put down than, uh, you know, four or five beers after supper. Uh, but yes, I would 100 percent agree. That's where I've screwed up a lot in the past is demolishing supper. And just screwing myself for the rest yeah, of the night. It's, it's tough not to, though. Yeah, oh, you've been got a buzz on yep. it all day. You're yep. starving. Yep. Um, I, I know someone who will not eat supper if they have a great day buzz going. Uh, just stick to the liquid diet. Liquid diet straight up. Maybe they'll snack a little bit, but they're, they are not going to sit down for supper because they do not want to ruin that day buzz. Yeah, that's a dedicated man. It is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I have not gotten to that point in life before. I have not either. Um, uh, as you probably can see, I have very, rare, very rarely skipped a meal. <laughs> um, so I don't think I could do that. But um, So if we talk a little bit about the video too, uh, you, do, you do get to that point though where you're like, I need food mm-hmm. now yep. or I'm going to lose my mind. Um, in, in the video, we order 12 pizzas or whatever for <laughs> yeah. like not that many people and you just have way too much. But, you know, there's just something about when you're drunk, you think you can. <laughs> Everything gets amplified when you're drinking. Well, that's another advantage to the strategic snacking. Hello, leftovers the next day when you're hungover. That is true. That's a great that's a great yep. point. Um, I will have to say, though, it, it seems like I always have one buddy that just. He, no matter what, he can't figure out how to not drink too much during the day. Yeah. And he will never make it downtown. When I was in college, you had your group of friends that you knew you were going to day drink with, but they were not going to make it like that. They would not make it to the bar. Then you have your group of friends that you go to the bar with. And so you kind of like make sure you spend more time with the day drinking buddies during the day because <laughs> yep. that's when you're going to see them. And then you got your buddies that, that can make it to the bar every single night um, for sure. Well, and I feel like going to the bar is one of the best parts about a full day drink is because, uh, Miles, I think you talked about this and like uh, your top three favorite things about going to the bar. And that's like um, intermingling with other groups of people. So you spend the whole day with one group of people. Yep. And then if you don't go to the bar, 
that's the group of people you spent the day with, which, which is fine. But at the same time, like, you know, maybe it's time to just go talk to some other people and have a couple beers with a different group. And it's so you got like two different parts of the day. You got the day drink group and then you got the uh, the night drinking group. And I feel like that's important. That's a good point. What is your guys's go to day drinking game? We, in the video, we talked about cornhole. I know what beer is. darts. Yeah. Beers be. Um, I would even go to there's that there's this the slip and slide flip cup thing that got popular because yeah. one person posted it online and it kind of blew up. Um, what do you guys think, Tyler? It's you? pretty simple. Cornhole, <laughs> simple, easy. Yeah. You don't have to think too hard. And we like to make drinking rules out of cornhole. So like if you're on the receiving end of the bags and you catch someone's bag on your foot, they've got to either take a shot or finish their drink. Oof. So we we make we make rules around it and it's I just like it cuz you don't have to think and you're not yeah. you don't have to organize yeah. a ton. What uh what I will have to say about like flip cup. So what do you guys call it? Flip cup, call tippy, it tippy cup, tippy cup, flip whatever. Cup, yeah. Um I will have to say though if there's a big time lull in a day drink, that game gets the people just rolling yeah. because you're yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. You're celebrating when you're, the whole team wins. You're required to drink mm-hmm. <laughs> in it. Um, so I, that's what I do like about that game. It, it's kind of gotten labeled as like a college house party type of thing. But I think in its right place, right time can be a great thing to just amp up a day drink. Yeah. Have you ever played tippy cup or flip cup with like your parents? Nothing's more fun than watching old people play college drinking games that's an absolute blast well what's funny is so i wonder like did these drinking games get invented recently because i feel like my parents age they like would they go to the bar and day drink and like they'd play pool and darts Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah and they can just destroy me in those games because i never play them but then yeah it comes to like a flip cup tip cup game and they just like have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. see i'm a big uh beersby guy first beer beersby whatever you want to call it um, that makes sense to that, me yeah, let me ask you though which version because there's two is it the one with the beer bottle on the pole or the cup on like the like the snow steak because i've seen two versions and bottle I don't, on a pole bottle on a pole i yeah, okay. only know bottle on a pole yep okay uh, i'll mix in some games of beersby with cornhole uh and the fun thing about day drinking too is like to start things off, you kind of find that partner uh, for every game yep, going yep. forward from there. So uh, you get a little, you get a little team camaraderie going. You win some beersby games. You you go over to the cornhole boards, play a little bit of that. Um, those are probably be my two uh, top two drinking games. So I actually, so I'm a I'm a big social guy. I like to just intermingle, hang out, talk to people while playing some games. Nothing's worse for me. Then when you get on a roll on like a cornhole boards and you end up for two straight hours, end up playing cornhole. <laughs> that's, you know, because like, if you win, you yeah. stay on mm-hmm. the boards. Yep. That's a tough, that's a tough thing. Cause you're like, by the end, you're like, okay, like I've played six games of cornhole. I am cornholed out. Yep. Wait, so you're not going to play uh you know, play. So a- not to brag, I, I win a lot in you, cornhole. You got to so. pick a worse partner. Yeah. You're, uh, you're not going well, to get, get want- the. You want to win some, but you don't want to necessarily run the table on everyone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you're not the type of guy that get a deck of cards out and, you know, play some uh, go fish or 
goldfish uh, put, a little, put a little rummy or anything like no, that no god no absolutely <laughs> not you guys if you've listened to episodes previously you know miles and i are not card guys whereas tyler is a huge card guy but when it comes to day drinking though uh neither obviously no neither. cards outside nope. whatsoever gotcha okay. so one game too that has recently been invented i believe in the last however many years is a game called beer die which is rampant through frats across the nation um it is very fratty it's very collegey but it is kind of an electric game to watch i've never played elaborate it. So basically, it's a beer pong table, a four by eight sheet of whatever. You put every, there's four players. You each player puts their cup in the corner of the table. You throw a like a die, like dice, like a die. Oh, yes. up in the air. You have to throw it pretty high. Yes. And then when it hits the table, you can't touch it until it comes off of the table, and you have to catch it before it hits the ground. Sure. And then there's point values for that. And then if you make it in the cup one of the other teams cup it's like double the points and there's rules on how how many beers you have to drink throughout it and all this other stuff okay it is very like i said very frat life game but it's kind of electric i will have to say have you played i have played once because uh my buddy's brother uh, at a day drink was playing it and he's a frat guy so gotcha made sense yep uh yeah no i i typically stay away from uh like the beer pong and stuff like that i would agree though um again i'll agree with miles that uh flippy cup tip cup whatever you want to call it is a great team camaraderie game so that's what i'm going for if i'm playing anything on a table Boosh. I, I don't like beer pong anymore. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of out of that stage. Yeah. I'd rather oh throw God, some bags or uh, whip some Frisbees around or what, I, what have you. Um, always, I would agree. Yeah, there's always too much arguing over the rules. Like, yep. There just needs Ooh, to be set rules. Another I hate one, that. Another one is spike ball that's kind of uh, came into fruition lately mm-hmm. of uh, being a, I wouldn't consider it like a day drinking game, but it's an outdoor activity that sometimes get ropes into day drinking. Mm-hmm. Spike ball is exhausting. It is. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. You I mean, you got to really be like, all right, I'm committing myself to a full body workout if I'm going to play spike ball. Well, and, and I don't like to do that during day drinking. Believe yeah. it or not. Wild. Right. <laughs> drinking beer and working out does not sound great to me. I feel like with spike ball, you also have to have uh, three other people that are uh, uh, somewhat good at spike ball. Otherwise, the game is it like sucks, one yeah. hit here, two hits there. And then, uh, you know, people are just going to migrate off of the spike ball net. Right. On 4th of July, I cut my thumb wide open. I drank all day long. <laughs> and in the morning, I woke up and I hurt the worst because I played spike ball with my high, high school cousins. And I was so freaking sore the next day. Oh, were you terrible. wondering why you were so sore? No, I mean, I woke up and I was like, the only thing it could be is spike ball because otherwise I sat on my ass all day. See, if I do something like that, I'm always wondering, like, why am I so sore today? Yeah. And then it always comes back to something that. So when know. I play cornhole for two hours straight, my I'm a lefty. So my plant legs, my right leg, my right butt cheek <laughs> gets super <laughs> sore. Yep. I can I, see that. It happens to me in bowling. It happens to me in cornhole. I don't know what it is. Just stabilizing on that one foot over and over and over again. My butt cheek is the sorest it's ever been a day after lots of games of cornhole. 
Well, maybe you feel a little bit better about yourself. You got some physical activity in. Yep. Um, My right you know, butt cheek got some absolute work in the day before. Yeah, probably like a good soreness. Like, man, I, just, yep. I, I really uh, I really worked that that uh, right uh, glute. How do you guys feel about golfing while day drinking? Love I mean, it. I love mean, it. it's very synonymous. Yeah. Love it. Here's where I'm at with it. I am a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. So that you see stuff online of like some dudes trying to tee off and they're so drunk they can't even Mm -hmm. hit make contact with the ball yep i have never done that mostly because i'm trying to do as best as i can in golf so i'd like to just tie on a good little buzz but nothing crazy yeah i i'm on board with that 100 percent. i think golf is the perfect game to kick off a day drink yeah so you you go out at 10 a.m drink a little bit because golfing i don't know what it is about it takes so much more out of you than other activities mm. i get done with 18 holes of golf and i am exhausted i'm ready for a nap uh, do you feel that way um if i'm gonna day drink i'll probably only golf nine so makes sense i'm an 18 guy and i do get really sore afterwards um but just even just exhausted and tired yeah well i think part of that too is just being in the sun for so long and uh you know especially if you're walking i would never walk 18 holes but uh, yeah, I get really sore, and uh, you know, Miles, just kind of that one thing that you just got to work, work, work yourself through. Yeah, you day. just have to just crank it back up once you're done. Yep. Uh, and I feel like day drinking during golfing, I will, uh, I will, I won't drink the same as if I'm just day drinking at a cabin or a house and playing playing cornhole, whatever. Probably started off with like a Bloody Mary. Uh, and then I'll typically only drink like mixed drinks after that because I feel like beer just gets too warm sitting in the cart in the sun really? all day. I um, will only go beer. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm uh, a mixed guy uh, on the course too. Really? Yep. That is, it, nothing's better too when you get the golf cart. I talked about being a golf cart snob. Mm-hmm. Um, getting the, the golf cart that's already got a cooler on it. You throw about six to eight beers in there and uh, you just keep pulling from there. And uh, they don't ever get warm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, I, I, go ahead, Ryan. I feel like with a lot of courses, too, it's like they are now mandating, like, you cannot bring your own cooler on the course, whatever. I know people still do, but I, I'm not the type of guy to just, like, load a cooler into my golf cart and so, whatever. So I'm, I'm buying, like, two, three beers at a time in which they're not sitting in a cooler. So that's probably, that's probably where I get so that from. So a veteran move, if you can't bring your own cooler and they don't provide one, is to put in your golf bag, obviously. But then what you do is you look, take a bunch of koozies and you put those around the beers. And it it's just will keep it colder a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to keep it cold all day. But having a koozie around every single beer in your thing will help keep it cooler. So that's my tip of the day. Vet move. Yeah. Well, vet move. What I've been doing recently anyway is I bring my own like mug and then I'll take my mixed drinks and dump them into the mug so I can have a lid on it and not have to worry about it spilling and it stays sure. colder. Because in golf, not like cornhole, you can't have a beer in your hand when you're swinging the club. So there's a lot more breaks in between the drinking. Yeah. And I just hate when the drinks get warm. So you got to you gotta bring something with you. I leave one in my bag. So I've got there one at all times. Also another hot take. I've never, never put a mug in my bag before, yeah. Tyler. Um, I don't know. There's just some satisfaction with getting that clear cup with a lid yeah. on it and uh sucking those babies down i don't know it just does it for me i agree with the beer part of it 
<laughs> with it getting warm. So, guys, if you think that uh, you got a game that we haven't talked about that you enjoy uh, doing while you're day drinking, if we miss something about day drinking, let us know. Throw it in the comments. DM us. Hit up at You Bet Your Radio um, Instagram page with a DM. Let us know. Um, I think that we that was a pretty elaborate uh, discussion on all the things that go into day drinking. Um, I think we should day drink sometime soon, all three of us together. Yeah, we've um, never actually done that. We've never actually done that. We'll have to do that together at some point. Um, but we're going to take our last break and uh, do one more segment and finish up this podcast. All right, guys. It's been a while since we've done this segment. Um, but we got a little bit of this. A little bit of that. A little bit of this. A little bit of that. And uh, you guys have been agreeing on way too much this podcast. So we're going to see if we can uh, ruin that right now. I've put together 15 I of these. I don't think you can. I think we'll agree on everything. Uh, we'll see. All right. So we're going to start it off pretty tame. I wrote these a while ago. So just foot massage or back massage? You go first, Ryan. Back massage. 100%. I do think I do think the back massage gets the edge. But if you can get a good foot massage, it relaxes your entire body. I don't know what it is about it, but I uh if you can get a good foot massage, just puts you in a deep state of relaxation. When I feel like with a foot with a foot massage too, it's like it's harder to kind of like hurt you. It's harder to hurt on the feet than it is on the back like you know if you if, if you don't really know how to give a back massage they're going to dig into your into your traps and they're just going to like hit the wrong spots that hurts whereas a foot massage you can i feel like you can wrench on those babies i think i need to get a massage i haven't had one in a while yep. that's a good point what do you got next tyler game of thrones or breaking bad game of thrones <sighs> i knew this would be a tough one for i'm ryan. surprised ryan's even seen either of these shows <laughs> yeah. i've seen both um they're I'm just gonna, such different beasts. They are. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to go with Breaking Bad because uh, you're a little bit, you see the fine details in shows way more than I do. And with Breaking Bad, there's not as many fine details and oh. stuff that you can miss uh, versus Game of Thrones. I just like shows that foreshadow without you even noticing your their foreshadowing stuff. And then they hit you in the face with something you're like i should have seen that coming yeah i also watched game of thrones and breaking bad in completely different phases of my life breaking bad in college game of thrones last year um so that could also i don't know that could also do it for me too i like them both they're both great shows all right this one might cause some divide in the the listeners so feel free to answer or iowa or nebraska so I have not spent very much time in Nebraska. We actually, our Midwest fashion show was supposed to be in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Got canceled because of COVID. Um, So with that, um, I'm also gone to a lot of Hawkeye games. I like going to Hawkeye games. So I'm going to have to give the edge to to Iowa. I got to go Nebraska on this one. That's because you're wearing a Nebraska hat. (laughs) That and, uh, I mean, my brother goes to Nebraska, so I'm just kind of biased. I've I've never actually never been to either. Um, and you've never been to either stadium. Oh, stadium. Yeah. Yeah. So just what about in general as a state, as a state, I've spent more time in Iowa than I have Nebraska. Um, I would probably go Iowa as a state. 
Nebraska as a sports team. All right. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I like, Iowa's great. Um, you do got my, my boy, Andy Janovich went to Nebraska. So that's my, uh, my only, uh, connection there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Nebraska, great state. I have been there before. Um, it's like Midwest through and through, no doubt. Yep. Um, just spend a lot more time in Iowa, a little closer to home. Um, and I've over the years have turned into a little bit of a Hawkeye fan. So, uh, college world series in Omaha, Nebraska is electric. I bet, I bet. it is electric. Fourth of July or St. Patty's day. Fourth of July, hundred percent. St. Patty's day. Oh, really? How St. Patty's day is like, so fourth of July, see fourth of July can be really up in the air because I've had 4th of July's where I've spent it with just my family. Like I've had it where all my family gets together on 4th of July. So it's more of a family type thing. I've done it where it's, you know, friends and you drink all day. It's summer. Great. But St. Patrick's Day. The only thing you're going to do is you're going to drink with your friends. You're going to go to the bar with your friends and everyone there is there to drink because it is a drinking holiday there's there's no other distractions st patty's day is just a drinking holiday and that's why it exists fourth of july you know there's you know fireworks there's lake season there's a whole this and that i i i give the edge to st patty's day uh great points you made isn't st patty's day always on a saturday too no no it can be in the the 17th yeah. yeah so it could be a wednesday but they celebrate it like if it's going to be on a Wednesday, they'll then do both you can weekends, do two weekends, the St. Patty's day. Sure. Well, I feel like 4th of July, whatever day it lands is the day that you are celebrating 4th of July. So with St. Patty's day, I think everyone is on the same boat that you celebrate on Saturday. No one goes out on a Wednesday when it's St. Patty's day, whatever. If 4th of July is on a Wednesday, you're celebrating on a Wednesday. That is a good point, Ryan. Which is also very tough. Um, I mainly like 4th of July because it's summer. It's hot out. I'm out at the lake. Uh, St. Yep. Patty's day. I'm downtown in the bars, uh, and it's springtime. It could be a little bit, a little bit chilly. But there is some too about like that. The snow is like usually a lot of a lot of times the snow is melting, and it may be like a fifty degree day on St. Patty's Day. That's high, and you're wearing jeans and a long sleeve. Yeah, and you've been cooped up all winter long, and now you're maybe spending a little time outside. You're walking from bar to bar, not freezing your ass off. It's just, it's just a good time. You did Tyler? make some very good points. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> you made one good point. Thanks, Miles. <clears throat> All right. This is going to be a tough one for Ryan. Golf or fishing? Golf. That's not Oof. even. Yeah, I knew your answer. Well, it depends on the time of year. Well, um, you can't golf in the winter, Ryan. So I know. But if like if if we're talking fishing in the winter versus golf in the summer, it's it's a toss up for We're me. We're talking fishing in the summer and golfing in the summer. Golf, golf or golfers. One hundred percent. I thought that'd be harder for you. No, I, I'm not. I'm I'm not a huge open water fisherman. Uh, I'm an ice fisherman, and uh, I'm golfing you don't hear all that summer. A lot either golfing yeah. all summer. All right, the NFL or the NCAA. NCAA. I'm going to NFL. I'm kind of with Ryan. I think the NFL is great. I love sitting. You're hungover on a Sunday, and all you do all day long is watch uh, the NFL. 
fantasy football is great, but it's just you can't replace that tailgate stadium atmosphere. You just can't replace it with the NFL. You just can't. It's just not the same. Why are NCAA tailgates so much better than NFL tailgates? We don't Why live is in that? Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that. I think that um, there is... It's a like the college atmosphere breeds like it's weird, like a better tailgate because those kids, they live for Saturday tailgates all week long. Sure. And that's what they do. Whereas NFL, you got a lot more adults that got to go to maybe work on Monday and all the other stuff where they're not setting up a phenomenal tailgate unless you're in Buffalo, Um, maybe Green Bay as well. Um, But it's just there's just something different about it that. It's there's so much more like ridiculous traditions in college football, too, of chants and the marching band and the team walking through the tailgate. If you go to Notre Dame, they actually walk through the tailgate area to go into the stadium. Same thing at Mizzou. They walk over this bridge and all the fans can line up and high five the players. There's just there's just more uh, traditions and things going on, you know. Nothing. It's just as I just think it's electric. Yeah, I got you. I'll, I'll go for an NCAA tailgate over NFL, but I'll go for NFL uh, watching on TV over NCAA. I won't. Okay. I won't. The only the only edge I'll give to NCAA is there's way less divas. I hate the drama that the NFL brings, but I like the gameplay. Well, naturally, it's better. But yeah. All right. There's also more chances in the NCAA for like ridiculous plays to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bush light hunting cans or the bush light corn cans? I personally like, I think I like the the cause that the corn cans bring more. Uh, anytime you can help the farmers, anytime you can support business like that. Um, not that the National Forests Organization or whatever that they support with the with the hunting cans is not great. But I just, I don't know, I like supporting the farmers more. But I think the look of the cans, I like the hunting cans better. Yeah, I like the look of the corn cobs better. Um, just, I don't know if it's the overall graphics on it or what it is, but it literally looks like a corn on the cob. Whereas a hunting can is more of like a uh, mira- like a, a mural of just like a bunch of different stuff put in there. Yeah. Um, the corn cans are sweet. And I like when I'm drinking a hunting can, it's hunting season. Yeah. And- just nothing's better than drinking beers when it's a little chilly out, you know, maybe 25 degrees out early in November drinking. <laughs> oh, it's just great. What, what what I think has been interesting about this, this or that is there's not been one that I've been super cannot believe that anyone would choose anything else. So yeah. Keep it rolling. Yep. Tyler. So that might change now. I wrote this list a while ago before the rat was born. Jimmy Johnson or Jeff Gordon. Uh, Jeff Gordon. I yeah. can see why you like Jimmy Johnson, though. So that's not legend. Mostly just hate him in the NASCAR Heat yeah. 5 game because he's yeah. always bumping me and yep. ruining my life. Next. Ryan, you agree? Jeff Gordon? Jeff Gordon, yeah, yeah. All right. Ripping around on an ATV or a jet ski. Oof. You're talking like a four-wheeler. Yeah. Jet ski. Okay. Yeah. Uh, way more agile on the jet ski. I just, yeah, I just, it's so, like, a four-wheeler's great, 
Um, but like you can go. I just jet skis are more fun. It's just plain and simple, especially a stand up jet ski. Yep. Um, I don't believe that they make a stand up four wheeler. I mean, you can stand up on it. You can stand up on a regular jet ski, but I guess a stand up four wheeler would be a two wheeling motorcycle. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Drinking at the bar or the lake? Not both. Either or. <sighs> That's tough. I am a bar guy. I just, I'll say it. I would much rather be drinking in a bar where there's a bunch of people that don't know each other, that could know each other. Um, You never know who you're going to meet. You never know who's going to walk through the doors. Um, You got someone waiting on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got someone waiting on you. Um, You can get out, you can get outside and get on a patio at a bar too, which is that, yeah, but I would, it's a very close second. I mean, drinking at the lake is phenomenal. Yeah, I was gonna say if 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 you're at a bar where you can go outside, I'm picking that over drinking at the lake any day of the week. All right, how many more do you guys want to do, or I can end it on this one? End it on this one. Streaming or podcasting? Ah, <sighs> uh, you go first, Ryan. <laughs> um. When it comes to how I sleep at night, <laughs> podcasting. But when it comes to, uh, man. I personally like <laughs> streaming. I love streaming. I mean, obviously, I like podcasting. I think it's so, uh, you know, this is just guys just shooting the shit, drinking beers, having yeah. a good time. Um, but I'm a competitive guy, like I said earlier, and I like playing video games while I'm shooting the shit. Yeah. Um, having an opportunity to uh, actually interact with the fans is always fun. Um, so I'm really been enjoying streaming lately. Um, yeah, but- I, I love streaming. Uh, but again, when it comes to how I sleep <laughs> at night, it depends on how that stream goes. And sometimes I'll get no sleep. Sometimes I'll sleep like a baby. Uh, podcasting is a little, a little slower moving. Um, so I'm going to have to go streaming on that one, regardless of, uh, you know, yep. the fires that pop up or whatever, I am going to go streaming. And that's a great lead in to, uh, if you haven't seen a stream yet, you got to follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash O H H you betcha. Um, we stream three to four times a week. Um, we'll see in the evening. So get off work, pop on, say what's up. Um, give us a follow the whole thing. If you've never done it before, just give it a chance, pop into one of our streams and, uh, say what's up. Um, I think that's a good way to end this segment. Tyler, next time we do this, if we ever do it again, (laughs) um, we're going to need some more polarizing, uh, this or that. So we need something that gets my blood boiling. I wanted something that made you think. No, that was good. I thought you did a good job, Tyler. Thank you. I thought it was okay. Um, well, how about this? How about in this Q&A, if you guys have this or that, send them, DM they, them to you bet your radio. We're only going to use them if these babies are polarizing, if they can get me going, if they are something that I am passionate about, throw them in there. We'll, uh, we'll discuss them next week. Q&A next week. Hit up at you bet your radio. DM that Instagram page your questions we want to answer them we want some interaction with the fans um like i said before don't do a a lame question like uh do you like 
bush heavy. Of course, I like bush heavy. Uh, just don't ask questions like that. You won't get on the podcast. I'm sorry. We get those questions about 50 times a day. So get some good, solid questions for us, and uh, we'll discuss them next week. Ryan, let's close this baby out. Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 76 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Before we close things down, we would just like to say thank you to Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Gina's Designs of the Heartland handcrafts, hand paints, all of our wood pine signs on the website. We have three different colors to choose from of the Nectar of the Gods design. Uh, you can find those at OUBetcha.com. And these things go great in any man cave, any garage, anywhere where you're going to be enjoying a nice cold bouche latte. You can find those at OUBetcha.com or on Gina's website, Etsy.com slash shop slash GDOT Heartland. That's Etsy.com slash shop slash GDOT Heartland. And before we go, guys, remember the merch closes down tonight. So if you want to get your July merch, go check out OUBetcha.com. All of our boys are buzzing gear. You get the free beer fridge magnet with every buzzing item that you order. And remember, uh, tonight, we're stream. uh, Miles is streaming 7 p.m. on Twitch. He's streaming Buzz Daily. It's coming out Wednesday. So uh, it's been an electric stream. Go watch Miles. uh, Buzz Daily is trying to put a whole week together. Yep. So he's been electric on Saturday or Sunday, pretty mediocre on Thursday or Friday. We're trying to put a whole four day stretch together. Yep. PGA 7 p.m. on Twitch. Yep. Go check it out at twitch.tv slash. Oh, you betcha. If you haven't checked Twitch out yet, give it a try. Uh, Miles provides some good entertainment uh, with the Buzz Daily character. It's 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 always a good time, guys. So go check us out. Uh, twitch.tv slash. Oh, you betcha. Um, Miles, it's a good podcast. We agreed a lot. Uh, I can roll out the rest of this day in in a good mood because I know that you and I are on the same page. And I'm in a bad mood because we didn't argue. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thanks again for listening in episode 76. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And I am Miles, you bet you guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. Betcha, yeah. Yeah.